Welcome to your go-to source for entertainment. Wait for it? Gaming? Wait for it? Anime? Plus Ultra! Mr. Eric Almighty and Phil the Filipino? Yeah, they've got you covered. And all you gotta do is wait for it. This is the Wait For It Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Wait For It Podcast, and welcome to a brand new edition of Netflix and Phil. I am your co-host, Phil Smith, a.k.a. Phil the Filipino. Folks, we made it to the month of November. I hope you guys enjoyed all of our awesome content from Spooktober. And now we have turned the page over into uh, what is going to be a great month. You know, we are taking a little bit of time off at the end of the month, like for Thanksgiving. But other than that, we have a lot of really great content planned for you guys. And if you are brand new to the podcast and you're unfamiliar with Netflix and Phil, this is where I take an opportunity to review or suggest any type of film or TV show that you can find on various streaming sites. Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, those have all been revisited, but no other well have I drawn from the most than Apple TV. And honestly, if there was a way to incorporate my name into a pun for Apple TV, I probably should change the name of this series to Apple TV and chill or something along those lines, because I've probably recommended the most stuff from Apple TV. And I keep telling you guys, every single time I come to an Apple TV show or movie, Apple TV is being slept on. For those of you that do not have it, just so you know, you don't have to have an Apple device in order to subscribe to Apple TV. It's just like Amazon Prime. It's just like Netflix. It's just like Hulu. And it's also the cheapest option out of any of those things. And you get a lot of excellent content. Obviously, you guys know how I feel about Ted Lasso, Mythic Quest, Severance, of course, is a show that I recommended, I think, back in May. Those are just three amazing shows that I've come across on Apple TV. And honestly, guys, the movie that I'm going to be telling you about today maybe one of my top 10 borderline top five favorite films of all time this one is going to sit with me for a while and it's going to be something that it's going to be my mission to make sure as many people watch it as possible if you know anything about my co-host you know that eric is always trying to get people to watch your name and for good reason your name is an amazing film and if you haven't checked it out you need to Wolf Walkers is going to be my your name because it is an absolutely beautiful and breathtaking film. I honestly don't know how it flew under my radar for so long because it came out in 2020 and it came out to a lot of really, really excellent critical reception. So again, it's kind of crazy as much entertainment that we take in that so many things still fly under the radar, which is why it's great being in this medium, being in podcasting. You get to come across things that are amazing that you may have missed the first time around. So for any of you brand new listeners, make sure you stick around to the very end of the episode. And I'll let you know where you can find all of our social media content as well as the rest of our episodes. And for all you returning listeners, welcome back, guys. Thank you so much for all the support. Again, we are closing out the year strong and you guys are a part of that. We really appreciate it. But let's jump right into Wolf Walkers here. I'll give you guys a little bit of a synopsis. A young apprentice hunter and her father journey to Ireland to help wipe out the last wolf pack. But everything changes when she befriends a free-spirited girl from a mysterious tribe rumored to transform into wolves by night. Let's get the first thing out of the way when you see a trailer for Wolf Walkers or if you see any imagery from it, and that is the visuals for Wolf Walkers. This film is stunning. 
I'm not exaggerating here, guys, when I tell you that this may be one of my favorite animated films of all time. Visually, it is breathtaking. It is absolutely stunning. And one of the things that I have criticisms about as far as where animated films are right now is they all kind of look the same. That's why when a film such as Into the Spider-Verse comes around, it is such a breath of fresh air because it looks gorgeous, right? It stands out. It's something you don't really see as much anymore. I learned a lot about Wolf Walkers and its production while preparing for this episode. And Wolf Walkers used a kind of a combination of both 2D and 3D. A lot of the times it's referred to as 2.5D, meaning you'll see combinations of both 2D and 3D artwork within this film. The amount of time and work that went into creating the scenes in this movie is astounding. There is a scene in the film that involves the main character where she wakes up in a specific sequence. I'm not going to spoil anything here, but that particular sequence apparently took about 1,500 pages to make. And what they would do a lot of times is they would go in and 3D render a lot of the environments, and then they would go back over it with grayscale shading and essentially color over those 3D renderings and just do that over and over again to give you the effect that you see within this movie. There are specific first-person shots in the film called Wolf Vision. A lot of the Wolf Vision scenes required a dynamic camera that mimicked the natural movement of Robin's head as she ran. And in order to achieve this, Iman McNamara, who was the Wolf Vision supervisor, developed a technique that combined 3D technology with traditional hand-drawn art. McNamara's team constructed a 3D forest environment with the virtual reality painting software Quill with further refinement and stylization done in Blender. This allowed them to pre-visualize the scene and adjust the camera as needed, Each scene of the CG animation was then printed out in magenta, which the artist drew over with pencil and charcoal to match the film's hand-drawn look. Those frames were then scanned, and the underlying magenta was digitally removed. When speaking about this technique, McNamara said, quote, It's just about getting an organic thing on screen that looks like people made it. Like I said, visually, this film is just so incredibly stunning, and it's really kind of baffling to me that I haven't really ever seen any kind of, like, artwork for it at, like, conventions... There's not really a whole lot of merchandise when it comes to Etsy shops or anything like that. That's usually a way that I can kind of gauge how popular a fandom is. So it's crazy that even though this film has so many incredible accolades and reviews, it still seems to be flying under the radar. The two main characters are Robin Goodfellow, who is voiced by Honor Neefsey, and Meb Ogmactire, who is voiced by Eva Whitaker. Robin and Meb are two of the most lovable and fantastic main characters in any animated film that I've ever seen. They have such an incredible chemistry that I just could not help but root for them right out of the gate. Meb specifically is one of those characters that I think belongs up there in the pantheon of excellent protagonists when it comes to animated films. Eva Whitaker, I don't know a whole lot about her, but does a fantastic job with the voice acting. You know, obviously with our work here at the podcast, with all of the conventions, we know how difficult it is to be a voice actor, to portray emotion when you don't actually get to see that particular actor's face. And a lot of that, of course, is again, is a testament to how incredible the artwork is and how incredible the visuals are. We also get Bill Goodfellow, who is Robin's dad, uh, voiced by Sean Bean, and then Lord Protector, voiced by Simon McBurney. Two characters that are just essential to the main story also do excellent jobs. Wolf Walkers is from the production company Cartoon Saloon, and they are the studio behind films such as the Oscar-nominated The Secret of Kells, which came out in 2009, and Song of the Sea. I certainly have heard of Song of the Sea, and if it's anything like this, I definitely want to check those out as well. To give you guys an idea of how well-received this was, on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 99% certified fresh score for critic rating, and audience score, it has a 98%. 
It was nominated for Best Animated Feature in 2021. And I got to tell you guys, looking at the other films that were nominated in 2021, and listen, the film that ended up winning is Soul. And I really, really enjoyed Soul. I did. Onward was also nominated that year. I have not seen Over the Moon, which is on Netflix, but I have heard really good things. It, of course, has Philip Sue from Hamilton. A Shot of the Sheep movie was also nominated, and then Wolf Walkers. And having seen Onward and Soul, and both of those films we reviewed in 2020, neither Soul or Onward are even in the same class as Wolf Walkers. That is how good this film is. Remember what I said when... I stated that a lot of animated films are starting to just look the same. Like Soul and Onward, while totally different types of stories, stylistically, they look pretty much the same. Same thing with Over the Moon. I've never seen Over the Moon, but the CGI, again, something that we've seen quite a bit. Wolf Walkers is, again, better than Onward or Soul. I am not exaggerating here when I say that I would put Wolf Walkers up against some of the absolute very best with Disney or Pixar, and that includes the likes of Coco, Encanto, Inside Out, any of those films, I will put Wolf Walkers right up there with the best of them when it comes to Disney and Pixar. I absolutely think it is a film that everybody should see. I don't really imagine how you would at least not enjoy it. You may not love it and fall in love with it like I did, or even my daughter, who is a teenager. She's 14. She said this is now one of her favorite movies ever. And teenagers don't like anything. <laughs> that's how that's how much she loved this movie. And I haven't even mentioned the absolute banger of a song titled Running With The Wolves, who is by singer-songwriter Aurora, who re-recorded a version of this song. And it will definitely be on the Wait For It playlist for today. So make sure you go check that out. Sit down and watch it with your family and just enjoy this is an experience that's going to sit with me for a very, very long time. Once again, Wolf Walkers is available on Apple TV. The film is about an hour and 45 minutes long, and it is worth every single minute. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll fall in love with these characters, and then you're going to want to watch it again. I am ready to jump back in and watch this again very, very soon. But folks, that is it for the November edition of Netflix and Phil. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I apologize if it seems like it's maybe a little disorganized. I just got home from the Jaguar game. I didn't write a script for this episode. I wanted to go in on it purely just on emotion and tell you guys what I thought of this movie. Because again, it is borderline top five, definitely top 10 films that I've ever seen. It is absolutely amazing. And I think you're going to love it as well. But I thank you guys so much for the continued support and for checking out this month's edition of Netflix and Phil. Make sure to come back on Wednesday for a brand new episode of The Filluminati, where I will go over some more crazy fan theories that I found on the internet. Don't forget, you can find us anywhere you listen to your podcast. But specifically, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please do us a huge favor and leave us a five-star review. Don't forget to check out the show notes for the YouTube link for all of our live streams. And you can find us on social media on Facebook and Instagram at Wait For It Podcast and on Twitter at Wait For It Pod. You can find all the episodes we'll be releasing for the month of November. As I mentioned, we'll be taking a little bit of a break at the end of the month for Thanksgiving, but there are still a whole bunch of episodes to look forward to. We're seeing Black Panther Wakanda Forever this Thursday night, so we will have a review first thing on Monday morning, November 14th. And the biggest game release of the year is right around the corner with God of War Ragnarok, and Eric and I will have you guys covered with the game room where it happens for the very last episode of November as well. And every episode in between that is also jam-packed. Folks, I'm your co-host, Phil Smith, a.k.a. Phil the Filipino. Do not forget, we release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. And all you got to do is wait for it. So, I heard you're looking for a go-to source for entertainment. Wait for it? Gaming? Wait for it? Anime? Plus Ultra!
Mr. Eric Almighty and Phil the Filipino? Yeah, they've got you covered. And all you gotta do is wait for it. This is the Wait For It Podcast.